Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Fueltopia podcast. I'm Dan and it is a one-on-one tonight. I've got Dave here with me. How very intimate. <laughs> it's very intimate, mate. Nice to have you here with me. How you doing, buddy? You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. It's been a while. It has, it has. And I think as terrible as it is, because I mean, I know people uh, are wondering where the hell have they gone? But we, we are still here. We are very much still obviously keen to do these. It's just life got in the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you've, you've got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. It's one of those. But anyway, we're not here for excuses. We're here to impart some knowledge because um, obviously we have been busy the last few weeks. So let's see if we can kind of catch people up and and let them know what we've been up to. Uh, let's start. Um, obviously, you've been busy, Dave. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. <laughs> I've seen a few. Uh, I've seen a few shots here and there that you've created recently. Um, I think last time we spoke, we were talking about Vince's S15, right? Yeah, yeah, that was God. That was, that was April, man. Yeah, I know, I know, it's terrible. <laughs> and it was actually, I meant to say to you, uh, it was super cool. Like, I went down to uh, Falmouth not long after that, and it was in like I was in W H Smiths, and I just saw your cover photo, and I was like, oh, that's Dave. Oh, cheers, man. <laughs> it was it was very very cool to see. Um, how did it go down? Are you happy with how that turned out? Yeah, I, I'm I'm really really happy. And what was um, actually quite nice on the back of that is uh, some of the editors actually reached out to me and uh, said that they really enjoyed putting the feature together. And Amazing. They're very happy with the quality of the photos and I should do more. So that was quite good. Oh, dude, that's fantastic. I mean, rightly so, to be honest. It's how it's sh- like they should be seeing how awesome you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I was super impressed because obviously just to catch people up, because I actually realized when, when we left the last episode, uh, we, we couldn't say who you were doing that for, could we? I think it was no. like, no. So that's that was in Jap Performance Magazine in May, the May issue. No, it's a fast car magazine. Oh, Japanese damn. Right, me. okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, works okay. My bad. <laughs> yeah, Japanese Performance Magazine was the one that uh, showed initial interest, I will say. Ah, and, right. And um, then my editor at Fast Car kind of got on the line and goes, I've got an idea for a front cover. And I was like, all right, front cover. Sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah, definitely. Grab that. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. So um, it was for Fast Car and it was the May issue. So it should still be in, well, probably in the shops for a couple more days. Yeah, yeah, if anyone, be, uh, if anyone's missed yeah. it, and that's Vince. Or you can order it on back issue from oh, yeah. a web a website somewhere if you really want to see it. Yeah, that sounds really dodgy. A website somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a real back end, a back end website somewhere. No, that's Kelsey awesome. Media. Kelsey Media. That's oh. the name of it. I'm trying to, Fantastic. I'm trying to remember the name. No, it's a very cool car that obviously Vince got and and you know made famous in the Need for Speed games uh, as well as obviously being featured everywhere uh, but yeah. yeah very very cool it's really cool that you got a chance to shoot that so um obviously that was light painted um yes. and there's a theme to your shoots at the moment because uh, <laughs> it seems it seems there's a lot of light painting which is obviously amazing i love it i love seeing it um thanks what what did you do since then uh since then i have had two more shoots so i've done uh what was the first one the, the one after it was a datsun 240z and right. that was shot in a barn in Essex, and it's a gorgeous, like, uh, 1970s, like, bronzy, brownie, orangey colour. That is stunning, and, yep. Yeah, and it's got Iconic. a load of... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a proper colour. I mean, I, did, I even said to the owner, it's like, there is two colours that I would have been interested in shooting in. Okay. And it was this one, or there's, like, a, a blue metallic colour as oh, well. Oh, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, well, so you, I mean... Uh, you've just sent me one of the you've sent me one of the images from this shoot, and I yeah. just think it looks absolutely incredible. Was this a private shoot, or was this a magazine potential? Uh, no, this is a Japanese performance magazine. Right. This, one is. this is Japanese performance magazine, right? Oh, dude, um, I just I just don't know how you get it so crystal clear. It's just incredible. Uh, I mean, <laughs> out of interest, like, I mean, we'll, we'll probably I'll probably quiz you in a little bit. So, like, go, before I start diving into questions, and I know yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. wants to know about light painting and you are the guru as far as i'm concerned um what did you Stop. do next no 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 seriously right so yeah. what did you do next you did the datsun and then what happened uh, the datsun and then i think it was the following week um i was up in nottingham shooting a, a 1932 ford model a powered by a compound turbo cummins what? diesel engine what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so this thing is a monster then in every sense apart from yeah, its size yeah. apart from its size I mean, I, <laughs> A chopped Ford Model A is a low thing anyway, and yeah. they kind of have um, minimal visibility. Oh but when God. you put a Cummins in- engine into it, which is like basically an upright cathedral. Yeah, it's a truck um, engine, isn't it? 
yeah, it's it like is. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, my dad, my dad would lecture me on what the actual code <laughs> of it is because he mine would too, mate. Mine yeah. would too. He and that's not because he worked at Cummins. He's just a big fan of of all that diesel diesel stuff. <laughs> but yeah. I'd, be get, I'd be getting a lecture right now. So, um, this thing, what color was it? Matte black. Oh, now that's different. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know we don't. The normally like hot rod bid out, but like everything was jet black on it the wheels are jet black the interior is jet black it just had a set of massive chrome turbos on it with, <laughs> yeah it's it's that's that's an impressive one i'm really looking forward to the feature coming out oh, on so, that one. so where's that going uh that'll be fast car that one is so that's fast car fantastic wow another cover maybe uh, uh, <laughs> hoping oh that'd be amazing so so that's that's pretty busy man so you've done two shoots since we last spoke and then um, there's another one which we can talk about a little bit later, can't we? Because it's a little bit yes. more to it. All right, okay. So we'll, yeah. I'll leave the last one because the last one's super exciting and I'm looking forward to you telling everyone about that. But the, right. So I got some questions because it's just me and you. I'm going to yeah. quiz you now. Um, okay. and I'm going to try and ask some questions that I think people will want to hear. So with with this whole light painting thing, why, what drew you to it? Like, why, did you, why is this now your go-to? Because it really, as far as I'm concerned, if I see light painting, I'm like Dave Cox. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, that's what I associate with you now. Cool. So what drew um, you to it? What, what made you want to do this? Um, you actually know the guy, um, Nick Williams. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, Nick. Awesome. Yeah, um, I saw some of his photography back in the days on Flickr in some of the groups. Mm-hmm. And I was going through that, and I, I, I remember coming stumbling across it, and it literally stopped me in my tracks. I was like, what? On, how? What is that? Yeah, so like, how's Yeah, how, I had never seen anything like it before. I was like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, it's called light painting. And, and typically, most light painters are a little cagey when it comes to sharing information yeah. yeah because like it's, it's a hard thing to master and like you kind of you you learn how to do it and then you perfect it and it becomes yours and you don't really want to to share it i'm kind of the opposite i i, I will i will tell everyone yeah you're much new. yeah your vlogs are very honest um like your videos with your how-tos you you explain literally everything i mean that is a credit to you that that i mean, that's if anything that shows confidence so that's pretty cool in, in my mind. So, right. So I remember Nick's stuff. I actually haven't seen a lot of Nick's stuff recently, but he did do some stuff for Audi, I believe. So it was a lot of, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of early shoots that I saw for Audi, which was light painting. It was stunning. Um, yeah. Right. So you saw that. So, so then what next? Cause obviously Nick, I'm, I'm guessing as most photographers don't give away how to do it. So what was the next step? No, I mean, I, Nick didn't know me at, the, at that time. No. So sure as shit wasn't going to like tell me <laughs> like some stranger, like how he did it. Of course. He just, yeah. he just, he just Told me like it was a long exposure uh, and with a light source, and then he lights or paints the vehicle mm-hmm. with the light source. I was like, all right, fair enough. I, I, I'm sure I can figure that out. I mean, I'm lucky. My daytime job is an automotive CGI artist, so I light cars, so I can reverse engineer lighting yeah. very quickly by myself. Yeah, and actually do it in real life. And, and yeah, so I kind of figured it out, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll have a go at that. Um, and then I bought a powerful light source, and I think I. Had a go on my dad's car somewhere, <laughs> and then the first car that I actually like painted was uh, Monty's nineteen fifty seven. Oh my god! Pickup truck at the Ace one, Cafe. Yeah, the one at Ace Cafe at the um, Fueltopia uh, offline yeah. meet. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, exactly. So that was the first actual car that you properly went, you know, had a go at. Yeah, no pressure, just a like, car park <laughs> full of people, you know. <laughs> Everyone watching. I love that yeah. because I, I totally I totally get that because I've turned up to stuff with an idea in my head and it is only in my head. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to achieve this and this is how I'm going to do it from a technical point, but never actually tried and tested. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can totally relate to that. So that's amazing. So basically you just ended up with the light. You kind of got the theory of obviously, you know how light works because obviously you mentioned your CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of like just went from there. That's that's awesome. Like, so did it? Has it always worked? Has it always been as amazing as these like shoots that we're seeing now? Like the cover shoot, for example, of Fast Hell Car. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what goes wrong? Talk me through it. Like, what? What's? What can happen? Oh, uh, right. So I didn't really grasp differences in body shapes. I mean, like Monty's. Uh, if you've seen the truck, it's a big yeah. orange pickup truck uh, with a massive engine in it. And it's kind of like a flat orange. It's a patinaed truck. And it's very, very forgiving when it comes to lighting. Polished cars um, (laughs) are not. 
And I learned that quite hard because I actually painted two cars that night and I painted um, Ash Squires' uh, Sora. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, I remember that as well. Yep. Yeah, which is like a very, very, very dark purple with a slight bit of flake. And that was a bastard to light paint. That really was. Um, but anyway, like as soon as I'd done one and as soon as I edited it, edited it i was i was genuinely blown away i was like i i i'm so happy i can make an image like this i just wanted to do it more and more and more and more mm-hmm. so i was seeking out cars and winter's a great time to do it because it gets dark very early mm-hmm. which means you don't have to hang around for ages yeah. and yeah I, I just went out hunting out cars and shot as much as i can and typically i would only ever do one or two light painted shots so in fact i even started on uh, fieldtopia's main site um the night sessions. I remember that. Yeah, you had. Um, there's quite a few features on there. If people, if people jump on fueltopia.co.uk, I'm almost certain you can use the search bar to find night sessions. Yeah, um, and, and basically the premise was like really short form features, like two two shots, front three quarter, rear three quarter. Right. And it was basically a way of uh, just going out and practicing, but also seeking out cool cars and just showing them in a different light on the Fueltopia website. And I was I was happy to do it. And that's kind of how I I I found my feet really just getting experience shooting different kind of body styles, different paints and, you know, in different environments. Cause I, I would go to them and shoot. I even did one in the rain, which wasn't particularly <laughs> fun. <but laughs> then I, that must have been a um, nightmare for reflections. Like all over uh, the, well, shop. the floor. The floor was like, um, wet down. So it looked pretty cool. Oh, it's, that would uh, look Danny, cool yeah. yeah it's Danny Gurney's, um, Mark one golf. It was the, uh, oh, what's the chewing gum brand? Wrigley's. Oh, the uh, Wrigley's. Oh, yes, of course. That was in the rain. And that's when you, yeah. if I remember rightly, that's when you started, didn't you start incorporating the lights of the vehicle in the shots as well? Just yeah, make, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. You picked up yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. I know there was a transition point. Like you, you before you lit the cars, um, which I guess is a starting point, you lit the cars, everything's off. And then next thing you know, you're using lights on the vehicles yeah. to add to it. Um, yeah. So that was the first one, right? Yeah, I think yeah. So. I'm pretty certain that was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you've got quite a portfolio. If we actually think about the cars you've lit, um, you've done Bagsy's car, haven't you? you did Bagsy's GTR? Yeah, done Bagsy's GTR. Um, you did um, Forest Another Wangs. Four, Forest Wangs, yeah. Yeah, um, um, Forest Wangs S4. Is it an S14? Or am I just being naive here? S14.5. S14.5, yeah. Um, and that was pretty cool because that was a surprise because the car was only over here for the Red Bull um, uh, drift shifters, wasn't it? Oh yeah, 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 and I chased, and you... I chased it down at the garage thing and went, <laughs> went and shot it. Yeah, yeah. big, sh- big shout out to uh, Darren Julian there for for the hookup. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was really cool. So yeah, what else have you? Because there's quite a few in there. Uh, oh, I might have to revert to Instagram on this one, but I've, <laughs> I've done uh, nine, another 1932 Ford Model Eight at Gatville. I've done. Yeah, I remember that. Super at Gatville. I've done uh, oh, nine Sultans, didn't you at Gatville? Sultans so, uh, Euro Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, Sultans. I did Julian's Blitz there. Oh, yeah. uh, I did a 997 GT2 Evo in one of the garages. Um, I did Mike from Stanceworks' Ford Model A. See, um, this is imp- it's an impressive portfolio already of something that's <laughs> such a specialist style of shooting. So let's say let's say people are obviously listening to this and they know who you are. They know your work, Dave. Like mm. what, you know... What I'm trying to get at is obviously it, it's a bit daunting. Like even myself as a as someone who, who takes photos for a living, I find it a little bit scary to do it light painting because sure. of the work involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm always worried that, oh God, I'm going to spend hours on this when I could get it done quickly. And I don't mean that in a get it done and out the door. I no, just no, mean, no, no, totally do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like productivity wise, I get worried uh, if I spend too yeah. long. Um, so have you got faster? Like what's yeah, the I mean. Typically, a, 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 a single angle could take up to an hour. Bloody hell. And, yeah, I know. And, and I, that that was just unacceptable from yeah. uh, anyone's point of view. I mean, like, I'd be knackered at the end of doing one, and then at the end of it, I've only got one. Mm-hmm. So you can't run a feature. and you know. So, so one photo, one hour to get all the stuff you need. Yeah, so you're probably looking at multiple different exposures. And, and because I'm a perfectionist, I don't really like painting lines in in photoshop i tend mm-hmm. to try and get them placed as perfectly as i can um but i've, I've now got it down to i i mean on the japanese performance feature when that comes out there's a f- uh, i think five of the 12 shots uh were done in one pass for the car 
Bloody hell. So hang on, hang on, right. So when you started out, you were doing one photo, one photo or one or two photos in a night, in a shoot. Yeah. And yeah, no, you, ju- you just said you did 12. Yeah. Bloody hell. That's awesome. So, <laughs> and I'm guessing you didn't spend 12 hours doing that. No, no, God, no, no, no. Um, three hours, I think, was for the Datsun shoot. Three hours. So, so let's let's let me just try and break this down. So, one angle. How many compositions? How many photos for one angle? Um, I try to limit it now. Roughly about four or five now. Right. So it's four or five. And before, when you started, what were we talking? Um, that's that's four or five that um, are correct. Before it was probably about thirty. Wow! <laughs> like, just trying to find the right one, but now I can almost walk around the car and look at it and go, "Okay, I know how to light this." And then, yeah, um, get it in one pass, and it's headlights, and it's shadows, and it's background, and then you just blend them together. And it, it's a big thing that I'm trying to do right now because, like, light painted features, will, you will sell features much, much faster doing that. Mm-hmm. The problem of doing it is. It's it's labor intensive. It's a long yep. night, yep. a long night shooting, and it's a long day of editing. Long day of edit- yeah, definitely. And I'm just I'm just all about trying to make it as fast as possible now. Like just get it right, get it done, get it out. That is that is awesome because that's that that kind of stuff is what gets me going. <laughs> if you can try and like I I'm all about my workflow. We've spoken about it before on the podcast, but if I can save time and get things done more efficiently, I'm super happy. Like yeah. um my goal has always been to deliver images the same day within a few hours. Like I, yeah. I, I try and have them done straight away. Um so that's that is fantastic. So let me get this straight, right? So you're now so to do these 12 these 12 images and your each image so 12 angles sorry each image is roughly three or four photos because you've just understood how yeah, to, that, yeah to be efficient yeah that's what i end up using in the editing i probably Amazing. shoot about double that okay so how long is a how long is a shoot because obviously we're in the height of summer nearly now and there's not yeah uh, i know it sucks so, <laughs> so i mean winter's your playground for this stuff so uh, yeah yeah I, I have to go i have to go out very late at night <laughs> with a big shoot. black coat yeah <laughs> just looking exactly. really sketch um no yeah. it's so now you're roughly talking what three four hours to do a shoot yeah, I aim for about 15 to 20 minutes per angle, and I normally go for about 10 or 12 angles. Amazing. So, uh, see, that's that. are you left with the car? Like, Because that's always a question, because I know a lot of photographers who are starting out find it awkward when you know there's someone waiting on them to get their stuff. So, you know, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I know that when I started out, it was always, can I photograph your car to my mates? And yeah. they would be hanging around and waiting. And you could tell that they were like, yeah, I'm glad you're having fun, Dan, but I'm bored as hell. Um, yeah. And I, I just kind of want to encourage people to not worry about that. And so I'm just wondering whether, what do you do? Do you have people waiting for you or? Oh, no, it starts in like a lot in pre-production. So yeah. um, before I go into a shoot, I have to explain, because not every car owner knows what light painting is they, they like the result but they don't know what it is yeah they don't know what's and involved do they no yeah. so i always explain like this is going to happen late at night it's going to take probably about three or four hours at most and i always go high yeah and then i, then I normally try and get it done faster cool cool uh, so they're, they're brief and i was like so look bring some snacks bring a magazine bring a mate if you want like, yeah it's going to be a while I, like, i'll talk to you whilst i'm doing it but most of it i'm going to have my head in what i'm doing and just yeah. cracking through it so i always way ahead of the shoot make sure they're cool with it make sure they know that it's going to be there make sure that they feel safe having like just us and the car in whatever environment we're shooting in yeah and as long as they're cool with that then it's a go and and it is quite a, i don't know if you've like spent well you've you've seen me like paint you know what yeah. it's like i know it's like it's, it's, yeah it's an odd thing to watch so a lot of the owners are quite intrigued like what you're doing let's have a look at the back of the camera it that is, is amazing though. yeah it is odd actually um i mean having watched you i've seen you do it a couple of times at gap bill inside the garages and late at night and what i find fascinating is how many people crowd around the camera and the audience that you get <laughs> <laughs> especially at a car show um and what's funny is obviously they don't see they're not seeing the finished result they're seeing part of where your mind is at um, yeah because and i find that really fascinating because they'll go god that looks amazing and it's like yeah but that's literally one fourth of dave's 
actual plan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's the way you got to think of it. That's where you got to encourage photographers to think of the bigger picture, literally. Um, well, I mean, this is yeah, this is this is key, and yeah. like this is why I'm so happy to tell photographers like how I do what I do because unless you can see the end result in your mind's eye mm-hmm. before you started, you can't create what I'm creating. Totally. Totally. Yeah, and luckily like my day job like i said it is lighting cars so i yeah. can often look at an angle and go right i know exactly how i want to light that and then just you know plow through making sure i've got i, I call each exposure like an asset so i make sure i've got a floor uh, asset okay. like, and then i'm in my mind go, i tick off which ones i've got and then i mm-hmm. at the end of the, um, each angle i go back and check i've covered everything i have needed and then i'm good to move on to the next shot that's see that's very cool so it's methodical it's planned out and uh, by the sounds of it i mean what we're kind of saying here what you're saying to me which i kind of want to pass on to other people that are listening is it's all about the planning and that starts from the moment you find the car you want contact the owner the the communication links it's planning that it's planning the actual shoot i mean it's so methodical as a i mean photography i believe is pretty methodical anyway with the way the way i shoot um and organized so i totally get that i'm sure everyone listening you know is likes it when it's planned out <laughs> yeah i mean um, you guys are given uh, an enormous brief mm-hmm. and you you have to go work through that and go okay what's my priority shots what do i need to nail yeah. Str- yeah. straight away all right okay um this shot um is it low is it going to be local to any other shots can yeah. i be in that area and cover off more than one shot and then you you work through it and you have to plan that kind of stuff out to maximize oh, the content do. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. No, definitely. Um, you mentioned something just a second ago, which I want to dive back into. You talked about the fact that um, you mentioned about having a background shot. Now, mm. uh, this is something I've noticed with your work. So I, I've done some light painting. I have tried and it is through mainly being inspired by yourself. Uh, I went out and got one of those big light sticks, which is amazing. It's actually really <laughs> good for like DIY as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like working under the stairs is a treat when you got that kind of thing. Um, but anyway, it's like I was inspired and I, I did my own car. I did a couple of people local to where I lived in Glasgow. Um, and it was just, just for fun, not for work. I've never, ever, never, ever taken them because I, yeah, not confident enough. But anyway, the one thing I struggled with was the backgrounds. Um, mm. Deciding where to have the light fade off, deciding what to do with the background. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, like a lot of light painting I see, the car felt like it stood out too much to me. Um, so it just jump, jumps off the yes, page at you. Yes, and yeah. that's what I see. You know, no offense to everyone who's given it a go because I want to see people giving it a go. But it's I look at it and I go, oh, man, you just haven't got that blend right. Whereas recently with yours, I mean, I've always thought, especially when you incorporated the lights uh, of mm. the car, that was when the background started to come part of the image to me your, with yours. Yeah. But now I've noticed that you seem to have nailed the shadows. It's unreal. It actually genuinely looks like the car's like floodlit like in the location like it uh, there's something very um perfect about the shadow lines i know it's going to sound weird but if anyone's seen your s15 shoot or or any of your recent ones they'll they'll know what i'm talking about it just seems very clean cheers man i mean um, I, I put a lot, of, a lot of effort into that yeah um and i suppose I don't what, know. Yeah, what's, I, I mean, what's your tips really for someone? Because that is, I think, where people are going to struggle. Because painting the car, that's fine. I mean, even on a basic level, you can you can take 10, 15 photos and light different areas and then work it out. But if you don't do the background, hmm. it's, and it's, and the easiest way to do the background is just to like hold the shutter open for longer. Just let ambient light fill the scene. I mean, even in the in the depths of night, you will get some sort of ambient light, possibly from the moon or local street lamps. Definitely. And that's that's one thing that I always make sure I capture. But I, I guess for me, I'm kind of inspired for like Need for Speed Underground 2. I played a lot of that game. <laughs> I love that game. Yeah, <laughs> it's and so good. Like, just because it all happens at night and yeah. it's all like, I'm I'm really a big fan of the neon lights. I'm I'm a big fan of strong light sources. When I used to shoot portraiture, it was always low key. Yeah, it was. Yeah, always I like that. heavy shadows and stuff like that. And I, that's just the aesthetic that I like. Mm-hmm. And so I always try and consider that when when I'm I'm shooting the car. And the back plate is sometimes just as much work as shooting the car itself. So yeah. um, I bracket sometimes the background to make sure I'm not blowing out any highlights. Mm-hmm. I then also I light the floor separately, so ah. um, I, 
yeah, um, I will stand off camera, out of frame with a light source and just hold it still. And that's all you need to do. Just hold it still. That's cool. And then you'll generate a shadow. I mean, where you place that shadow, that's up to you. You're going to figure that one out yourself. Yeah. It, it, you'll, you'll know it'll match the background. But yeah, that's, and I've got it wrong in the past. Like Forrest Wang's one, I want to go back and have a look at those ones. The shadow's too heavy in front of the car and it kind of makes the car look like it's floating. And I'm, Oh, well, I've got the raw files. I could fix it, but I, you know, I can't be asked. Well, no. So, you, the thing is, you've uh, <laughs> you live and learn, don't you? You've moved on. You've ex- yeah. Like, and I'm not I'm not yeah. super precious about that. Like once a photo's out there, it's out there, and yeah. if, if it's if it's ugly and wrong, it's ugly and wrong. And oh. I just live with that because like you've you've got to move on. Like take what you've learned and apply it to the next one. I think that's I think that's really true, and that should hopefully be encouraging words for anyone listening who wants to give it a go. Um, there is one side of it though that we haven't touched on. Um, the light painting wise, the tools of the trade. I mean, you mentioned I talked about a light stick. You mentioned you bought one. Um, I've seen people do it in mobile phones. Like it's yeah, yeah, you can do it in mobile phone. Is it literally anything with a anything with a light source? Like. Uh, yes, theoretically, anything with a light source, um, right. a constant light source. A torch will do, but we have to be careful not to obviously, you know, if you're doing it for the first time, if anyone, you know, I know I'm not trying to teach people to suck eggs, but obviously you mustn't point the light directly at the camera. Isn't it something like that? Isn't there like a rule along those um, lines? Yeah, I mean, pointing it at the camera, if it's a small, hard mm-hmm. light source, you'll get quite a bit of flaring and lose some contrast, but uh, a bit of light spill doesn't always hurt. No. But I, I, yeah, any any light source will do. Um, but I always like to know what the color temperature of the light source is, and if you can affect that light, um, that color temperature as well. So what I mean is, like, most lights are daylight balance of fifty six hundred Kelvin. Mm-hmm. Um, street lamps, if they're not LED, they're thirty five hundred Kelvin. Mm-hmm. So as long as you can match those light sources, then you don't have to. But it is it's a big plus in my book to be able to do that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So it makes your life easier afterwards, doesn't it? When you're yeah, yeah. So I just I set my um, white balance on my camera to the Kelvin of the light, so that Perfect. way I know I know that exactly what light's hitting the car is white, so I don't have to worry about what color the car is. I've got it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. So, no, I think it's really encouraging how how much you talk about it. Um, and I know that your videos gain a lot of traction as well because I see a lot of whenever you put them up, I see a lot of people who aren't necessarily into photography or into cars commenting. But I also see other photographers commenting, um, which I think is really which I think is really cool. Uh, <laughs> Probably sometimes with uh, through gritted teeth. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. I, and that's funny because it, it's it always seems a shame to me that in this in this trade as a creative that we don't encourage each other and that was one thing that i always tried to make true with you know fieldtopia and the team in fieldtopia is that we try and encourage people as much as we make fun of each other as well it's very important to find a group of people that you can really push each other forwards um yeah i mean i'm not going to blow smoke up anyone's ass if you're image shit i'm going to tell you yeah exactly exactly (laughs) And we I mean, have had those. Not... We have had those awkward <laughs> conversations in the group before. <laughs> so it's, it's not. It's not because I'm. I'm. I'm trying to put you down. But if I know you can do better, you should be doing better. Yeah. And like, if there's, if you're stuck for something, I'll happily help you. Yeah. Like, that's the difference that's the difference like you could we can all put each other down and i see a lot of um hate among people and and commenting you know a bit of bitchiness among photographers and i see that on instagram and, and facebook and stuff and it's a shame because really we should all just be saying okay i see what you tried to do but you, sh- you can do better than that think about mm. what you're doing and start again um yeah and and that's i think the important message but it just shows like light pain in the fact that you were inspired by someone else which is most of us are typically yeah. the reason i picked up a camera is inspired by other people so you you're inspired by someone else and you went out and tried it so definitely encouraging words to anyone that wants to have a go yeah i i i, I employ you to have a go because if you get it it's super rewarding and the thing is it doesn't have to apply to cars as well it, no. it's great for product photography as well it's so good for product uh, product photography like you'll be so impressed how much of a detailed image and you can definitely do that with your iphone you can even just put yeah. a white image on your um, believe... screen and just turn your bright and brightness all the way up yeah I, some... I think uh, ben does that doesn't he ben gout he's done yeah yeah he does light painted uh, product photography um yeah which is amazing yeah and that's i don't know if he still does it but when he was working with the vape stuff um yeah, yeah he was yeah i thought he was yeah see that no i'd actually that had 
I hadn't I hadn't thought of that for a while. That'd be really cool to have a go. I think I'm inspired. <laughs> That's actually uh, I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, Just that... grab a set of wheels from work, Dan, and yeah. just <laughs> or an sounds... exhaust pipe. Yeah, an exhaust pipe. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of nice shiny HKS bits, so it's uh, something we Ooh. could definitely, yeah, something <laughs> could definitely. And you could get funky. You could get something like some of those, like you know, those old school fiber optic like alien things that used to spin round, and you could do that <laughs> if you if you've got a sensitive enough ISO, like you can oh, get yeah, that of and trace. Yeah, yeah you can do fun. loads of stuff. It's it's really fun. No, that's very very cool. No, it's it's. I think it's I think it's really awesome, and it's so. What I'm also liking from let's get into you know another side of it, which is obviously the passion. Um, we've we've kind of explained that the theory and everything, but the fact that it's now being recognised as something that people want to pay for to go into magazines. Um, yeah. That's fantastic because I I remember there was a time when they just weren't interested, um, and that seems to have shifted. It, yeah. it seems to be very popular and i wonder you've mentioned need for speed i'm wondering whether it is the video games the because it is very much a video game look it really is yeah um it, it, yeah there's no way that will exist in real life no and it almost has that kind of yeah if you get the right car it definitely looks need for speed i mean like vince's front cover definitely um like that's down in chinatown in soho and that's that could be from the game Oh, totally. I mean, that is literally, that looks like a video game. Like, it looks like a, yeah. you, know, a, you know, a scene in a video game. And everyone is loving being video game photographers recently. So, I mean, it just makes sense. It's, <laughs> it's that whole, yeah, I'm not 100% on that either. But uh, it's all no. good. It's all good. <laughs> if, you know, what, I, I just I just like driving in Forza. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's very, very cool to see. Um, so, apart from, oh, I've, I've quizzed you a lot, Dave. I apologize. But it's hopefully, fine, hopefully we've imparted some knowledge. Um with with those that might want to give it a shot have you been up to anything else recently uh yeah ah okay tell me more uh so what, what day are we on we're on the 29th we're 29th so, yeah yeah so on thursday ahead of uh, the silverstone uh world rallycross uh round that's I, the is that the speed machine festival as well speed so, machine festival yeah so Fieldtopia were there as well yeah fantastic yeah, I, got, I genuinely gutted I couldn't go because I, I was actually away with family down in Bristol. But, oh, damn. So, um, oh, so you went the day before it kicked off? Yeah, I, I ah. had the idiotic idea to go after work on a Thursday night, drive all the way up to Silverstone from London, <laughs> from, south, from south London as well. Yeah, exactly. You're not exactly right at the top. Yeah. No. Um, drive all the way up to Silverstone, drag out the RX cars and uh, of Liam. Hang on, and hang on, Paris's. hang on. The RX cars? No way, oh, as in you, you, yeah, yeah, no, but you got some rallycross cars and you like painting some rallycross cars. That yeah. is, that is like my favorite thing ever. Like, I absolutely love that. And it was it the um, RX Cartel guys? Yes, it was. Santa- so Liam and Andreas, dude, that is sick. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely psyched for you. That's amazing. Yeah, they're right? so small. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so very, small. and very light to push around. Which is uh, yes, in a straight line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't try and don't try and turn them. <laughs> because the, the diffs start locking, and you have to jab the handbrake to. Right. So tell me, tell me how this has happened. How has this come about? Because this doesn't, you know. I know we've obviously told everyone it's accessible to everyone, but what you've done, that's not accessible to everyone. So come on, give me some, give me some gossip. <laughs> how is this? What's the story here? Uh, yeah, this is. You're right. This isn't accessible to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I sometimes think like asking with the maximum amount of front is sometimes a good idea. Yeah, true, true. Does it strike hard, uh, strike first, isn't it? Uh, yeah. No mercy. So I um I basically reached out to uh, James Gilbert and I said, um, oh, from Monster Energy. Give, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, from Monster Energy, and I said I want to do a giveaway on our podcast. Um, can I come and shoot uh, Liam and Andreas's uh, Audi A1 or S1 rather rallycross cars? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do three images and I'll let the winner choose which image they would like an A3 print of. Oh man, that is amazing! And he goes, "Yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah. Leave it with me." And I was yeah. like, "Oh god, yeah. please say yes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like that nervous feeling. It's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I was sat at work and I must have had about four coffees whilst waiting for him to reply. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah he he went off and and asked uh the, the appropriate people mm-hmm. and uh yeah they they came back to me and uh, well james came back to me and said yes it's all good um you just need to meet up with this guy he'll sort you out uh here's his number so i i, I text him and it's always a bit awkward like when you when you're, you're cold introduced to someone and, yeah. and 
they're working like he, this guy was setting up like for, for oh was it one of liam's team was it one of the yeah oh right yeah. okay mm-hmm. so he, he was like he's working and setting up for for the weekend mm-hmm. so i was like i'm i'm aware he's going to be stressed and busy yeah. and probably tired yeah uh, uh, but he was super helpful he was like the, the nicest guy ever he goes no, I'll, sort, I'll do whatever you want like it's fine amazing like, really yeah and um i was like well i don't, I don't really want to shoot them because like their paddock was like basically in the service roads like yep. in the prime spot right behind uh the main building there ah, so you're the did... new the new paddock the new section yeah. isn't it yeah yep. yeah yeah and which I is amazing really want to do it. yeah, it's, yeah it's incredible yeah, it's an incredible uh, venue i got very lost driving in there trying to find <laughs> it. i've done uh, the same it's it's not easy because you you go in through the what you believe to be the original gates you see the old paddocks and then it's you're still like away like a, it feels like a mile like, well, yeah, I mean, the, I, t- I turned up at the, the security guards at Silverstone, like, no one was there. And they were like, yeah. you need to go to gate 10. And all, all I did was just turn the... up and I was like, I'm here to photograph some monster cars. Yeah. Uh-huh, all right, go to gate 10. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm just going to get passed from pillar to post around here. Yeah, like, good luck finding gate 10. Uh... Yeah, and then I found these two security guards and they were like, it's a bit late for accreditation. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not here all weekend. I'm only shooting. And they were like, uh-huh. Oh, God, oh, they're going to turn me away, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah. But they, they, they were cool. They get they let me in. Um, did you, did you I, show I, them your Instagram and your work? <laughs> yeah. I said, don't you know who I am? Yeah. For God's sake. <laughs> so, Where's so, my red carpet? So how long did... I mean, because these things... Uh, well, rallycross cars are notoriously uh, black. <laughs> um, yeah. And they're motorsport cars as well. So they're a bit rough and ready. Um, but yes. the Battle one, scars and all. Battle scars and all. So how hard were these to uh light paint considering all the different angles and the damage and stuff like that piece of piece yeah amazing yeah, I, three angles um and i was in and out in an hour and a half dude that's savage so three angles and out. oh man um right so what's the deal then so you said that you're giving away one of these yeah i thought it'd be something cool we haven't done a podcast giveaway yet. no we haven't so, that's awesome no and uh i just fancy giving back to the, our listeners for showing yeah. us some, some support um, so yeah, I've done three angles. I'll put, but well, this is this will come out on the Friday, the thirty fir- first. Yep. Uh, so um, have a look on Fueltopia's Instagram. There's three images, and you guys can get to choose one, and we'll pick a winner. We should probably give them a phrase or something. Dan, yeah, to, that sounds good comment. actually. Yeah. Um, something really, really stupid as well. Um, something <laughs> like you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want it to be. They have to put it publicly, so it has to be yes. like a public comment. Um, yeah. I don't know, like... Um, should uh, we try and get something trending on it? Like a hashtag or something? Yeah, sh- I think it should have to be a hashtag. It should be... Um, uh, well, you could literally... Because it's the RX Cartel cars, isn't it? Yeah. Um, ah, they've got a hashtag, RX Cartel ruined my life. RX Cartel ruined my life. Okay, cool. That's pretty good. We could do that. Should we? So if, so basically, you're, th- these pictures are going to be on the Filtopia Instagram. Yeah, and let's have a look at RX Cartel, see what kind of tags they're using. So. Sweet, because I think we should try and, you know, piggyback on that. Let's let's try and jump on that bandwagon and <laughs> and and take our take our listeners with them. Uh, and also, would no one would really put something like that, you know, on a picture. Um, yes. So that makes perfect sense to me to use like the team's rallycross. Uh, you know, this the team's hashtag. Yeah. 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 Okay. So three pictures. All you got to do is comment hashtag RX Cartel ruined my life. <laughs> yeah. And then we will get in touch and we will, uh, you know, give you a choice of one of the three. Is that right? Yep. I reckon we'll, we'll probably, what should we say? Run it for a week. So the following Friday. Yeah. Run it for a week and then do random numbers. Um, so we'll announce it on next week's podcast. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Right. Excellent. That's, man. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really good. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, and then, and then you could probably, if you, if, if you get the print and you win it, well done. And then if you can manage to go to one of the next rounds, you could probably go and try and get it signed by Andreas and Liam as well. Yeah, who are super approachable. That would be very, very cool. They are. What did I have interest? Have they seen the images that you created yet? I've had. Yeah, both of them had a look at them. So what do they? What do they think? Just to give a teaser to people. (laughs) I haven't sent to them personally. It's just I just got a comment on them on Instagram. Like flames and some money. (laughs) Oh, nice, nice flames and money. Emojis, not 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 actually not actual money. Yeah, just money (laughs) in the post. (laughs) Just like oh, okay, that's different. Um, No, that's that's awesome, dude. That is, you have been super busy. Uh, I'm I'm impressed. 
I, yeah. I, well, I, you've been busy as well, dude. Uh, I suppose so. Um, to be honest, I'm still pretty knackered. I just came back from um, from Monaco, you know, as you do. Yeah, I mean, I am forever <laughs> jealous that you have been in Monaco for a Formula One race. Uh, like that on the same weekend. I know. I know, dude. I mean, this is the third one as well um, that I've been fortunate enough to go to. And it is is a special place like i always say to people that um i never thought i'd go to somewhere like monaco and in the last like four years i've gone like seven times <laughs> with work which is just seven i think it's seven, seven. yeah i think it's seven now because you got the three you got the three formula ones and then i also do the um the clubbing event at the end of the year you might, uh, you might as well just get an apartment out uh, pretty much man i mean pretty much, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> stop having to pay tax so that's great <laughs> it's a it's a very bizarre place um but this time this time was cool. So, um, shall I bore you with it? Shall I tell you what was happening? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I want to know everything. Though. Right. Okay. So, just to, to clarify straight away, uh, I don't go to this to shoot the race. So, um, so just you know, there's no no illusions there. I, I admire so many of the photographers, like Heath, who I think you yeah. follow him as well. He's incredible. Uh, but Vladimir I've got Reese and Darren Heath. Yeah, both yeah, amazing. Darren Heath, I absolutely love his work. Um, Let me anyway. cut you off right there. Yeah, go on. Did you get to see any of the race? Yes. Oh. of course of course i do um <laughs> I, I'm, I'm there with my ticket watching um it's it's brilliant but um, i'm so envious Dan. <laughs> i so obviously i'm not there to shoot the race but, but that's absolutely fine because when in monaco you're part of it do you know what i mean like during that weekend you are it's just chaos everywhere yeah, yeah. Um, now big I'm there. Circuit. Big is huge, mate. It is absolutely huge. Now I'm there to do um, VIP stuff. Uh, so like guests, and um, I'm there to let's think, and the parties and the afterlife and the like the 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 night parties and stuff like that. So that's what I'm there for. The whole atmosphere and stuff like that. So um, which I absolutely love. It's something I never thought I'd end up photographing. Um, mm. But I seem to have found a knack for it and I, i'm not blowing smoke up my ass but i seem to have found like a way to make it look exciting which i think comes... I've, I've seen your images from the last couple of years dude like you're definitely not blowing smoke up your ass you're oh, very you. good at this yeah thank you i mean it's it's one of those like this so just to sum it like well actually i'll break it down because the other the, fir- the first thing i did was more exciting so i'll talk about the party stuff so yeah. um the party stuff the brief is uh general atmosphere obviously because that makes sense lots of branding because obviously i'm working for one of the big energy drink companies and they want to be seen at monaco do you know what i mean they want to be in everyone's face during the f1 um <laughs> so <laughs> so that's major it's not thing. on their face exactly on all around their face dripping down just flying around them like that's what they want do you know what i mean oh we um, took a turn right, oh yeah we, we went we've gone wild like these parties are crazy um <laughs> so the that's the the general gist is like you know we also have these performers, these these uh, uh, fire girls uh, who spit fire and and do loads of performances with fire. So are they the same ones from the field girls? No, different. These are okay. these are like professional dancers who specialize in this kind of thing. Uh, I'm not saying the field girls aren't, but these girls are like handpicked by um, oh, nice. so and they're like handpicked and they they've been working with Monster for a long time. So um, lovely girls, very very talented, and I genuinely don't know how they do some of the stuff they do. Um, because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so you have that. So there's a lot of that stuff to capture. Um, and then you also have like the bars and you also have all the product shots. So I do a lot of like when they introduce a new drink or a new can, um, okay. I get to do the first photos with it, which is really cool. So um, I get to see it for the first time and then photograph it in a setting of a bar, which is then obviously used to promote two bars, uh, which is really cool. Like when you think about it, and I think some of it sometimes ends up as advertising, like on actual in actual bars, like Weatherspoons and stuff. Um, no which is, yeah, which is really, really, like well, really, really cool. But anyway, that aside, um, one of the things you learn to cope with, and again, I think this is from shooting action, is it's a very fast, well, shooting cars. I mean, in action and stuff, which is kind of what I do most of the time. Um, is it's always fast moving and the atmosphere is changing all the time not to mention mm. the lighting so yeah, uh, yeah. it's these events uh, this the f1 party is always in the dark uh it's always at night and it's actually just i'm just gonna make you even more jealous here dave right um you know where the uh where the garages are like the end of the pit garages yeah well directly below that is on the, just before it finishes is the monster bar <laughs> 
so so I'm literally like watching them like especially on a Sunday watching them pack down you know like the big I think it was Red yeah. Bull Red Bull Racing directly above us which is kind of funny but um <laughs> they were like lo- <laughs> loaded up or Toro Rosso it was sorry um or whatever I'm not very good with Formula One this is going to show my weakness um. But anyway, we're also still in it. Don't they're worry. still in it. Thank you, thank you. I was looking for some credibility there. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, you have to learn to adapt to to your night settings, and also because there's fire involved, you have these vast changes in exposure. Um, yeah, so you can't blow your highlights. No, exactly, and it's pretty wild. I mean, <laughs> this time, um, so the first time in three years, I'm starting to get. This is the problem, right? You know, I'm gonna I'm sidetracking myself, but you know when you start to get a bit complacent because you know you can do certain things so you push it a little bit more yeah, yeah. right well this time i got a little bit brave on a few things um Ooh. i put up my instagram story it was uh, uh chloe filmed me uh, up on the podium um and i was behind one of the fire spitters and that's probably the hottest i've ever been um <laughs> in my entire life uh, <laughs> but that wasn't that wasn't what was stupid because i was like yeah that's fine that's fine it's only fire and it's pointed away from me um but then one of the barmen has this blowtorch that he runs around with and like just has it going and dances with it like he's he's Oh my he's, god! Yeah, yeah, dude, he's insane, but he's also like a lovely guy. Um, so anyway, he's wild. I love getting him on camera because he's just full of energy, he's so passionate. So me and him are walking. Um, I'm chasing him basically through the through the back runs of the of the bars because we obviously yeah. have access to everything, and we thought it'd be quite cool if he's like looking towards me and throwing fire at me. Um, oh right. no! Wait, so you're in front of him. What's he doing? Yeah, yeah. So he's walking backwards, uh, projecting fire from this blowtorch, right? And it's a, it's like a massive flame, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and he keeps shooting it past, you know, off to the side, and he's lighting up, and he's, everyone's going mental at the bar because people are waiting to get drinks, and all the bar staff are buzzing because obviously this mentalist is behind them with fire, you know, and he's like, he's going insane, yeah. and I'm just chasing him down, and he 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 was obviously being very safety conscious and aware that I'm not stopping. I'm just I kept going, so I keep yeah. walking in to him and he's backing up and then next thing i know i got this photo which was just pure yellow and my whole like face was hot (laughs) and and i just the next frame because i'm obviously like i went continuous shutter the next frame is his face just in pure shock and the the ladies at the bar to the left are fully like mouth wide open (laughs) just like oh my god and i suddenly thought oh i think he just lit me i think he just set set me on fire So what, yeah. what lens were you using? Uh, I was using the 16 to 35 at 16 mil. <laughs> so you were close. I was close, dude. I have the photo, which I have to send you. Um, yeah, send us it. It is unreal. Uh, I ended up using one of them from that sequence, which is which is super, super cool. Um, but in fact, I'll fire it across to you now so you can get your reaction, because then you'll understand what I'm, what I'm talking about. And uh, hopefully everyone else can kind of get the picture uh, a camera full of fire in my face uh let me just send it to you there there we go um so yeah so this this guy i think he was quite aware that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the the photo just before that the ladies are off to the left and they're like in pure shock because they've just seen my whole face go up in, in flames <laughs> do you have your uh, eyebrows in i do i do i had to go and have a haircut today though because the whole front of my hair was a bit singed but <laughs> other than that it's <laughs> It was well worth it. So that's the problem, you see. It's been three years, and I'm starting to get a little. I'm starting to get a little bit cocky with that. And I was like, "It's fine. He's not going to burn me." He definitely did burn me. Um, he definitely did. I've come back with a suntan. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this being this sunburn. <laughs> so yeah, How so that... sunburn shooting at night. <laughs> I know, right? But it's a very, uh, it's a very interesting and interesting job. But um, let's talk about the other stuff. So you have that side of things, and then you also have like your your VIP stuff. Um, now, that and this is something I never thought I'd ever get to do, little, little old me. Um, but you end up going on the yachts with a lot of the guests. What? Yep. Yeah, it's a hard life. What? Um, so we we arrive. No, wait, uh, no. So you're you're down in Monaco yep. for the Formula One, mm-hmm. chilling on a yacht. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good it's a good time. <laughs> and the Damn. food, by the way, when they get the proper chefs on, mate, the food is banging on these yachts. Like it is it is amazing. Um, it's better than anything I've eaten up here. <laughs> So no, but, no, no McDonald's deliveries. No McDonald's deliveries, no. But it, it, we went boarded this beautiful yacht, um, and it is literally bigger than my house. Like it's insane. Um, 
And I went on there and I got to the top deck and then I realised that the boat next to me was pretty much the size of a small channel ferry. You know, like, <laughs> it was just absolutely ridiculous. And and I was like looking at it and the captain obviously saw me, the captain of the boat I was on, he saw me and he comes up and I think he was, I'm not even going to try and do the accent, but I think he was Italian. Um, and he goes, it's a beauty, isn't it? And I went, yeah, yeah, it is. And he goes, it's the owner of Capri Sun that has that boat. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm like, what? Snap. I'm like, what? I love Capri Sun. And he was like, he was like, you probably helped him get that boat. So <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely unreal. But yeah, there's, there's always someone with something bigger. But yeah, but still, yeah, it's still cool. So I'm, I'm now on the yacht and um, they, they say, you know, the guest, the guest tonight is you got a couple of guests. First one's Lewis Hamilton. Now I was like, <clears> wicked, <throat> like amazing. Um, and he spat water at my monitor. <laughs> Um, so I got to got to photograph Lewis, um, and he came on and did a talk. I was so jealous. I was it, so jealous. It was really cool, man, because two years ago I photographed Lewis in the similar settings on another yacht, um, but it was very dark when he came on. And as much as I mm. like working in the dark, it's not a problem, and it looks great with the Monaco lights in the background, all the yachts. It yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. it wasn't quite what I wanted. Whereas this time, it was low light. It was actually golden hour, pretty much. Um, Perfect. Golden hour at Monaco. <sighs> portraits amazing yeah so basically Fire. yeah basically got to photograph him in like the perfect setting and he was obviously a great mood um came across amazing i know he gets quite a lot of bad press but i i don't know i like him uh so he, what, day, what day was this this is the th- uh, friday night friday night so just friday. after fp1 and 2 yeah just so he's literally just he came down on his bike as well um nice which is amazing that was that thing's in hella loud um yeah. and yeah he came down on that and then all, he was funny because he was talking and he was talking about preparing for a race and all that like you know the usual questions people ask him yeah, yeah. Um, and then he says you know guys all i really want to do is go home and get a takeaway uh and um play <laughs> call of duty <laughs> Oh, and I was, man. I was like, my man, <laughs> that's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> so I want to hang out with Lewis Hamilton. Definitely, definitely. And it was funny because at one point he was like, "Yeah, I, I go back and we try and get a big game of Call of Duty. I've got, you know, some friends in America and stuff." And all I was thinking of, I wonder who they are. That's all. That's all that was going through my head. I was like, oh, yeah. I was just saying, like, I wonder if he's like, you know, playing with Drake and stuff. Like, <laughs> and I was like, that's where my mind was wandering as I was snapping him. But um. <laughs> Very, very, very Post cool. Malone. Post Malone. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, got to get on with Post Malone and, and Drake. We're going on a, you know, a team battle. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. So got to do that. And then he left, obviously, because, you know, big day <laughs> on the Saturday. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, we, well, it was weird because nothing really happened on the boat for a little while. And, and myself and Ty, the videographer, I think you've met Ty, really talented. Yeah, yeah, super yeah. nice guy. Super nice guy. Me and Ty are kind of yeah. like, right, well, what do we do now? And we were on the boat till like 11, we were told. So uh, 11 at night before we had to go to the club. So we were like, right, well, let's just see what's happening downstairs. Bearing in mind, you know, again, you, can't, boat... just, you can't just breeze past that sentence, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a yacht in Monaco to 11, till 11. Before, we go to the, before we cruise to the club. We cruise like... to the club, yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it makes me sound like I sound terrible and I don't mean it that way, but it's it sounds awful <laughs> when I'm saying it. Um, no, You must hate it when you shoot a lesser championship. Uh, you know? Oh, I know. Where's my yacht? <laughs> Where's my yacht? Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine them pulling one up at Silverstone, you know, just uh, beaching it. <laughs> but um, yeah, really absolutely mad. So we're, we're killing time on this boat. And, and by this point, I've already found the engine room because I wanted to see what an engine room on a yacht was. Um, turns yeah. out it's pretty big. Um, yeah, I then got swiftly asked to leave because obviously a photographer shouldn't be in the engine room. You know, funny that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm sort of biding my time now and walking around. And then I notice there's a band playing and uh, I poke my head in through the door and this man comes up behind and like ushers me in and says, go, 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 enjoy. And I was like, but I'm, I'm working, you know, it's all good. And he was like, no, no, go in and enjoy. And I go in there and there's just Eddie Jordan playing the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Where am I? Um, so <laughs> I'm now in the lounge. Well, I say the lounge of this super yacht. Um, and there's Eddie Jordan and his band, who were absolutely amazing, by the way. Uh, and Eddie's playing a, a variety of instruments. Um, and given, and that was cool and everything, right? But then he stopped and gave us a talk on Nicky Lauda and oh. it was amazing and on prost and on like the starts of lewis uh and also of Ayrton senna and everything and his team and he must wow. have been it was honestly mate like i was like 
the music's good, but this whole history lesson is absolutely incredible. Like you're very privileged to be yeah. part of that as well. I felt it, man. I felt it. Like he was, he was very passionate, very honest. Obviously, it's still last weekend was still very raw about Nicky Lauda. So you, yeah, yeah. you still had a lot of emotions being portrayed there. Um, but it was that felt incredible um and i took a photo as well like not with him yeah. i actually carried on doing my work i wasn't totally distracted <laughs> yeah. but um yeah really a really really interesting gig um that i'm fortunate enough that, to... that's phenomenal yeah man. Like, that's that's really is incredible that you got to see all that yeah it's really cool like and, and i think um i mean i'm i'm no you know portrait photographer um i just i think, oh, shut up i think no but what i think is that the most important thing of doing what we do and if there's anything i can teach to anyone it's thinking on your feet and reacting to circumstances um and that is very much the case when you know lewis wasn't there for me to take photos of him but i still got what i think are some fantastic photos of him um you know eddie jordan was not there to perform for me so i could get photos of him but i still did it uh the club the girls don't spit fire for me you know they they're people aren't partying for me i'm reacting to the situation um Mm. and i hope that you know that's how people see it because yes being a control freak i mean myself i'm a control freak uh to an extent and i like it when things go to plan but sometimes you have to ride with it you know yeah (laughs) and and enjoy the chaos i'm I'm trying to articulate this into some sort of future video at the moment oh cool okay yeah kind of collecting uh my thoughts on this and Everyone says like you've got to be able to like think on your feet and react to situations and stuff like that. And the truth be told, is like that's easy for us to say. True, but it it does it does not come easy. No, and and you need to have experience. And like it seems like such a mundane and obvious thing. You need to have experience to be able to capture those shots. But the thing is, the, the more you do it, this stuff becomes second nature to you. Start you start like picking it up and you, you can't learn that without actually doing it. So yes, you can watch all the tutorials and, you know, read blog posts about how to do this and that, but just go and shoot, shoot as much as you can. If you, if you feel like you suck today, you'll suck a little bit less tomorrow. If you <laughs> very true. Yeah. Very, very true, man. I mean, there's been a few times where I've walked away from stuff and gone, that didn't go to plan. Um, you know, and I didn't react to that properly or that caught me off guard and the settings weren't right. A stupid little things like that. Um, and you just learn keep hold of that you'll yeah yeah, keep hold of that you'll know next time yep 100 percent. like i'm i'm even in myself i'm a hundred times the photographer i was when i started doing this like 10 years ago um it's it and i think that it's through mistakes that you end up you know getting better um and it's through being put in situations that maybe you don't even want to be in it like it's that stressful um Uh, yeah if it scares you it's probably the right thing to do exactly dude like i was just going to say that like i'm I say this, I think, before in the podcast, but just to reiterate to people, like I'm usually, I, I have butterflies in my tummy and I'm slightly nervous before every shoot um, and before yeah, every yeah. job. When I get on that plane or, or if I jump in the car to go somewhere, I'm always thinking, I hope I can do this. And then I'm like, I can. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I start to second guess myself and I'm like, no, I can do this. Like, uh, of course I can do this. And that's what you have to tell yourself. Um, but again, as you say, easier for us to say it. Um, but I hope I'll, that it... I'll stay just- yeah. yeah, I mean the other, the other thing is like if you, if you are scared and, and nervous about what you're going to shoot, good mm-hmm. use that energy. But also yes. like try and think, like the one thing I always try and do. Um, this this may or may or not be related to me being dyslexic or whatever. Is but I try and take out anything that can stress me out out of the situation. So mm-hmm. I do this for every shoot I go on to for for a magazine. Like I need to do a feature, which means I need to show the audience or the reader mm-hmm. every part of that car so i write out a shot list i and, and yeah, then I, then yeah, I write yeah, yeah. Out all the options and just mm-hmm. something simple that i don't have to think about it i can refer to it it's yep. not in my mind it's not like stressing me out whilst i'm shooting and if if it is like painting then just be like write down what exposures you need to get to make your image mm-hmm. if it's like if it's shooting at night just like the thing that I did like I um years ago I shot a fashion show at night and it was mixed lighting and I could not tell what was exposed or what yeah. wasn't. Yeah. So if you're shooting raw, you and I think this is true for every camera, but it definitely is for Canon, you can set your picture profile to black and white mm-hmm. and it will not change your raw file to black and white. No, but it no. will show the preview on the back of your camera is black and white and yep. that way it's easier to judge your exposure. Yeah, that's a very, very good tip. I actually use that. I use that at the weekend. That's what I do for the clubbing photos. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's and actually it, it a really just, good tip. Yeah. It just mm. it, it stops you worrying about, all right, the colors are there, but is it is it exposed correctly? Mm-hmm. Because it's, mm. it's so hard to tell with mixed light sources. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, uh, you might you must struggle like I mean you're a season pro at it now, but like it must be a, like a minute by minute, second by second struggle for you in these it, kind of situations. It is, and you know what the other thing is that I this event and the other events I do, which involve the the clubbing stuff and the the parties, is um I watch the light sequence um of the oh nice. so, I, so I watch the DJ deck light sequence and I gauge what I want based on that. So what I want and to make it look exciting is I want all the lights pointing at me. I want major flare. I want like yeah. insane stuff coming at me from all angles and so i usually wait and expose for that in my mind and then guess it have a go yep worked fantastic like do you know what i mean like it's weird but that's oh, yeah. that's my process um because no one wants a big dark club everyone wants lights camera action <laughs> yeah um, exactly it's it's one of those but it's it's been very interesting and it's been a very interesting gig and i'm still wrecked because it is um it's very it's one of those gigs that takes place at night, obviously. So it's, it's like, you know, six till four in the morning. Um, and it's just one of those, but I'm still recovering, but hopefully. So when, when did you get home? When did you, when did you, uh, up? Yes, uh, oh, two days ago. So yeah, I'm still a bit broken because <laughs> wow. I spent yesterday editing. So obviously it's very hard to edit when you've got to leave in a, like an hour after you've come back. Um, it feels like, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those, but no, all done happy very happy as far as i'm concerned i've always said this among friends and among other photographers if i feel like i've improved shoot after shoot then i'm very happy with myself yeah Um, and that's the case so as long as i keep going in that direction then all's good yeah man but um no i think it's really exciting so we've actually got our first giveaway so just to remind everyone um the pictures will be on the fueltopia instagram friday is that right yeah friday from about I'm going to say about 10 a.m. in the morning. Savage, and the which is cool because obviously the podcast releases at nine. So, um, yeah. and then the 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 hashtag is hashtag RX Cartel ruined my life. All one word, no spaces. Perfect. Dump that in there, and then next week we'll pick someone at random um, on the podcast, and we'll get in contact, and you can pick one of those prints, which is pretty yeah. spectacular. But um, Dave, it's Oh, mate it's been a pleasure i've loved this this is exactly yeah. uh, a good catch-up man so um let's let's do some social tags man pip yourself out where can we find all your epic light painting shooting dave on anything you like facebook twitter instagram youtube fantastic and i am at dan Fijian across everything so definitely get in touch i think we'll call it a night there dave yeah man yeah that's been awesome well ladies and gentlemen this has been the fueltopia podcast it's been a pleasure as always to share this with you thank you as ever for listening and we look forward to the next time bye for now bye